Let us remember we are always and everywhere in the holy presence of God. Hello, this is Rick, and welcome to the Presence Podcast. You are here for episode number 49, year two. Careful and regular listeners will likely hear the echo in my voice. Also, they will note the time that this is posted, which means I am in my second period on Tuesday. Now, second period is my free period. I'm sitting in my classroom, and Tuesday is the day after yesterday, which was Monday, and I did not get to the podcast last night. Even though I had school off yesterday, Monday, for President's Day, the day went by very quickly, and there was so much to do, and I got to the end of the day, and it was time to do dishes, and, and then time for bed, because I did have to get up at five this morning. As opposed to getting up at, you know, 8, 9, 10 o'clock, like the last few days. But I did yesterday keep my eyes, my ears, and my soul open to experience the presence of God. And I'm very glad that you are here with me, whatever time, whatever place you find yourself, as I share with you my experience of the presence of God. So yesterday, like I said, was a day off, and... Unfortunately, I woke up with a sore throat, which wasn't terrible, but it did set me back enough that I didn't do two things that I had wanted to do yesterday. First was I was going to go out for coffee with a friend in the morning. And then second was I was going to attend in my city. Uh, this is the small city that we live south of, which is Westerville. I've shared about that here on the podcast before. That is... Uh, a rally at noon yesterday protesting the executive emergency action to build the wall. Now, it was snowing and it was cold and my throat hurt, so I didn't go out for either of those. Instead, I sat home and watched some soccer, football, English soccer, and then eventually went out to the library in the evening and just had had a nice, pleasant evening to boot. So I had a number of God presence moments during the day, but it really wasn't until bedtime that I think my most significant God presence moment came. And it has to do with singing, singing in the shower, as the title of this episode tells you. Now, it wasn't, isn't my singing because, well, I do like to sing in the shower, but I tend to just listen to music as opposed to make my own music and also I tend to shower in the morning when I'm waking up as opposed to the evening before going to bed on the other hand it is my son who showers in the evening and that was him he was singing in the shower last night now you might wonder why is this a God presence moment Well, when I think of both of my children, now, a couple things. One is that they're both in high school. My son is a senior. My daughter is a freshman. And two, I don't name them on this podcast to kind of give them some privacy. And um, singing with and for my children has always been significant in our family. I remember very clearly, even before they were born, singing to them in utero. It's kind of funny 
putting your lips near your wife's expanding belly as the baby is growing inside of her. But that's what I did. And she sang too. She didn't have to put her lips to her belly. She just sang and presumably the echo was inside of her. Babies were able to hear. And I know that they heard. And I know that even before birth, babies recognize voices, especially their parents' voices. And I think also especially sound and the unique way that voices sound in song. So I have sung to both of my children since before they were even in the outside world. And certainly sung to them many, many times. Bedtime has always been a time when they were little that my wife or myself would sing to them. And I have many, many fond memories of laying with them in their bed, singing with them, sometimes myself being so sleepy. I remember (laughs) singing and falling asleep mid-song, which is kind of a strange thing. I I think I remember um, just kind of singing gobbledygook words to a familiar song. And as my son or daughter got older and they could recognize what was happening, both the words getting funky and also dad getting um, slower and more um, less focused, they could say, hey, hey, dad, you're falling asleep. You're falling asleep. So um, many memories of, of singing to my kids. And if you'll stay with me through the break, I will uh, share with you the significance of hearing my son sing and also how that was my God presence moment for yesterday. Well, thank you very much for staying with me through the break. So, first of all, I want you to know I was not lurking outside the bathroom door as my son was showering. I just want to say that up front. Two things. One is the sounds travel pretty well in our house, especially since the shower he was using is on the other side of the master bedroom bathroom, and I was in the master bedroom, so sound travels very easily through those walls. Also, quite frankly, he was singing pretty loud because the sound of the water running is quite loud through the walls, and he was able to sing over that. I was able to hear him singing over that. And I'm not sure what he was singing, but it sounded like he was enjoying it. And I imagine it probably is from the musical Newsies that both my son and my daughter are in at their school and that they are rehearsing around the house. My son doing some singing and I hear my daughter singing too from time to time, but I especially hear her tap dancing. She has a little sort of dance area in the basement uh, where we put some mirrors up and prior to this, she has not done tap. So we had to figure out how can we do tap down there? Because there is a carpet over the, um, the rug, excuse me, over the, the floor in the unfinished part of the basement. And um, so we just found a train table that 
Remember the Thomas the Tank Engine train table? And that's what she was tap dancing on. So I have my son singing, my daughter tap dancing, lots and lots of rhythm and melody and harmony throughout the household. And it was a God presence moment for me because again, my son has been a presence in our house for, well, his whole life. And that will soon be changing. He's graduating from high school in just a few months and won't be moving out right away, but will be moving out in the fall of this year. And he won't be around showering or singing in the shower. And I think that is pretty significant. And I'm beginning to start to feel those moments, knowing that what is current and feels constant with my son and also my daughter, because, you know, she's a few years away from graduation. We're not going to rush that. Nevertheless, time does go by so very quickly. So I guess I was feeling a God presence moment with nostalgia, thinking of the past and time singing to my son, thinking a bit about the future and how things are changing. And there will come a time when he's no longer living in our house. And that time is really not that far away anymore. And just feeling gratitude for having a house, having children, having ears to listen and heart to feel and grace, God's grace that allows me to see and hear and feel God's presence in song, whether it's coming from my son or wherever else, God is present in those moments. So in conclusion, where have you experienced God's presence in the little things, the day-to-day things, the workings of your house, your residence, your home, in your children maybe, or in your friends, or in your partner, or whomever it is that you are close to on a regular basis? Where have been those little things that have made you smile, have made you feel gratitude, and have hopefully led you to say, thank you, God. Thank you. And thank you, dear listener, for listening. Blessings and peace.